music comes in. Unite wedding photographers and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Jimmy Ferrara and this is the Jimmy and Lizzie Show. Yeah, baby. All right. This is going to be fun. No other boys to interrupt. No other boys to talk about boy stuff, even though I'm a boy. Either way, it's got you and me here talking. We got drinks in hand. We got some questions to answer. Let's just go dive right in. Lindsay, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. Aren't you going to say who you are and 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 um, say what podcast this is? Oh, I did. I said this is the Wedding Photographers Unite podcast. Did I mess that up? Did I not say that? I don't know. I think I did. I think I missed the Unite part. I, know I did that when you were doing the boop, 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 boop. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yes. Wedding Photographers Unite. Usually Andy runs this show. He couldn't make it this week. This is my second time. Um, uh, I did one with uh, James Kelly when he was, well, he is still in Scotland. And him and I did it once. And then I think I did one with Neil, maybe. And then Andy and I did one together. But not often is it is it uh, does it branch away like that. And this is the first where it's you and not the other guys, and then of course, and then now just me. Right. Yep. Cool. How's um? You're awesome. So you and I were talking before about what to drink on the show because you know it's always fun to get have a drink in hand. And you said it's snowing up there. Yeah, we've got like ten inches of snow. Because you said the wine and red wine and snow are is a good pairing. <laughs> yeah. You really well, have ten inches of snow. Yeah, we got a ton this week. And actually, it's snowing now, too, so might get a little bit more overnight, but yeah. Huh. It's early. I mean, it's not... I know Buffalo's kind of famous for its snow, but we don't normally get it. Every once in a while, we'll get a storm early, but yeah, this isn't exactly common. I actually oh. had a wedding last weekend with a bunch of people that were from Southern California, and they were just, like, so horrified by the weather, but <laughs> you just never know around here. It's... Have you ever met anyone that has never um, seen snow and then you witness them touch it for the first time? And yes. Yeah. A couple of times. And actually, I had a wedding years ago. Um, and it uh, so same thing. The uh, the bride was from Southern California. She was marrying someone from Buffalo and they decided to do this like winter wonderland Buffalo wedding. Uh, and, you know, it, it's not always beautiful winter wonderland snow sometimes it's like slushy and gray and gross most of the time that's what it is and um so we had no snow the wedding was in february and it was kind of a bummer i was looking forward to to snow and then all of a sudden um a storm pops up a few days before the wedding and we just got hammered with snow and then the uh and then it tapered off for a day or so and then the morning of the wedding it was just the perfect big fluffy snowflakes falling from the sky. And I was uh, at the prep location with the bridesmaids who were from Southern California and they were just glued to the windows like Buffalo is the most magical <laughs> place I've ever seen. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's always like this, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it really is kind of a magical thing for the people who haven't seen, especially as adults. You know, you think about it your whole life, what it, what it would be like. And then, you know, they go outside and they're touching it. And I mean, we take it for granted that we know what snow feels like. But, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty um, cool. Yeah, you you probably had way more, far more uh, 
winter weddings than I do. I get a few. Um, sometimes they last. Oh, no? Oh, I no. You would. Tell maybe one or two a year. Yeah, me too. I had uh, had one a couple years ago at Mohonk Mountain House in New Falls, a popular place, and uh, a big storm was coming. So my wife and I were do- doing that wedding together, and we um, brought a bag just in case we had to you know, get a hotel last minute. So I know the, the women that run the place well. I've been going there on and off for like 15 years. And uh, I asked her, hey, what's the chance of getting a room? She's like, oh, pretty good. We, we can give you the vendor rate, which is still really high, by the way. Still yeah. very high, but nice place. And then she came to us midway through, and she goes, we have one room left if you want it. I'm like, what? It's middle of the winter, and it's snowing out, and it wasn't that bad, so we ended up driving home. We're only like an hour away tops. But uh, it's just amazing that, you know, even on snowstorms like that, when you know a storm is coming, people still will go out, and there was one room left out of like 300-something rooms. Crazy. But it was like a storm, you know, at one point, the bride wanted to go out, and I'm like, okay. So I just we we didn't go far because it was like a more windy kind of thing than anything going on, and the snow was thin and, and small, but it was still like very windy. So got myself prepared, you know, hat, gloves, the whole thing. I'm now first. They came out, boom, boom, boom. And for, as you know, a situation like that, you as a photographer better be so prepared. You got to <laughs> tell them exactly where to stand, where to look. Your camera should be ready, and you just go. Pow! And then you go, good, we got it. Another thing, thing over here, let's go walk over there. Bam, let's go. Because yeah. the last thing you want is to be funneling around with, you know, your camera for whatever reason. And then everyone being like freezing out there because they're going to, that will just make you look bad no matter what the picture looks like. Yeah. So. You know, last weekend it, it was very cold here and like you said, very windy. Um, and normally people are pretty good sports about it. They know, okay, we're having a winter wedding. We want photos outside in the snow or, or they don't. And we just do photos inside and that's fine. Um, but this particular couple, they had a gorgeous venue. It looks like a castle. It's all stoned, super, super pretty. And they wanted to go outside for pictures. They actually were planning on having an outdoor ceremony too, which in November it's like, it's pushing it. But, um, at any rate, yeah, we, uh, we plan to go outside and they, these bridesmaids. So I, I took just the girls out before the ceremony and they were not having it. No way. They were like screaming like, Oh my God, my makeup <laughs> is blowing off my face. I can't see. Oh my, like just, just stand still for five seconds and smile, right? please. But yeah, it's like normally I've had good luck with that where people just, they roll with it and they smile and they huddle together. And sometimes it works out really well because people are cute. They cuddle up together, stay warm, yeah, makes for great photos. And these people were not having it at all. So yeah, I had to move super, super fast. Just try to get, you know, just a couple looks in as quickly as possible and then move them inside. It was too bad because it was such a gorgeous venue, but what can you do, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, where I am, I'm a, I'm just a little bit south of you, so we get the same weather. We might get a few more warmer days than you, being six or so hours south, but um, we get 110-degree days sometimes with the heat index, and then we get, like, minus 10 sometimes. So it's, a, it's fully the gamut. And... Uh, I will take working in the 110 degree day over working over the zero degree day any day. I worked like th- three movies when I worked in the film business as a camera assistant in winter nighttime Manhattan, and it's brutal. <laughs> I don't care what clothes you have. You have to at one point 
go somewhere, go into Winnebago or go somewhere just to get warm, just to warm yourself up because it's, it's freezing out there. I'm, and I'm as a assistant, like I am with the camera, I'm not moving around like the grips are or anyone else on set. So, uh, hot day, man, you just bring a change of clothes or bring some water. You're, you'd be fine. Right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Thing. So my thing though, in the winter, you're only going to be outside for a really short period of time, but in the summer, sometimes you're out all day like besides getting ready then the ceremonies outside cocktail portraits reception everything's outside and you're just basking in that sweat all day long whereas the winter you just go out for 20 minutes you're cold for a little bit and you go back and you warm up so i guess we have that on our advantage that that no one's going to want to be outside for long in the dress and suit and and tie and all that so that's a good point yeah um um, i was gonna ask you uh when you shoot in the snow, when the show, when the snow is actually coming down, um, I've I've only done that a couple times. Like when it's actually literally like snow is coming yeah. from the sky and I'm outside shooting. It's hard to focus. It, like the the camera itself, you mean? Yeah. I bet, yeah. right? Because it might just if fall on the snow. Exactly. So if it's you know really like big flakes are coming down, it's windy, all of that, and you've got a lot of snow between you and your subject. Like sometimes you have to shoot closer to the people than you want to just because from far away there's just physically too much snow in between you and the couple like if it's yeah, a big I storm mean, and it's magic when you when you hit it but sometimes you just have to manually focus um yeah. and do it that way because your autofocus is just like flying around it's kind of like um when you are photoing or photoing photographing a exit from a ceremony and people have bubbles or confetti and every once in a while your your focus will pick up the bubbles or the confetti Right. And sometimes it looks really cool. And, you know, the couple's kind of blurred out in the background. But in general, you want the people in focus. So it's a little bit of a challenge. But I actually shoot a lot. Um, just a side note about when I'm not shooting weddings. I shoot for Reuters, too. So I do a ton of storm coverage. That's kind of like my off-season uh, gig. And cool. Yeah. So my... Aside from weddings, my like I guess claim to fame is photographing icy, icy things and crazy snowstorms and stuff like that. So I do shoot outside in that weather quite a bit, and have learned, you know, a few tricks about what to wear and how to, you know, keep your gear from fogging up and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to think about when you're shooting in the summer, but um, yeah, it's it's fun. But we can't all have San Diego weather every day. Yeah, so right. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> You know, everyone's like, oh, it's so cold, it's so cold. I'm like, we have jackets. We know what's getting – we've been this before. This is not our first year here in New York. We, I, I, it's one thing to come inside to the restaurant or bar and be like, oh, it's so, it's so cold, nice in here. Everyone does that. That's fine. But the legit <laughs> complaints I get from people are like, come on. It, it's Yeah, it's a little early because it's, it's cold here. It, got, it dropped all of a sudden like in the 20s. And for the second time like ever, probably in 20-something years – I actually brought in my curly hose from outside in the deck inside because <laughs> I always forget. And the damn thing always freezes. And every year I got to get a new nozzle and a new hose because it's frozen and it broke it and whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I don't have a, we got rid of a hot tub uh, earlier this year. No. So, yeah. That's what everyone says. Uh, everyone says that. Everyone wants like, a hot tub. Everyone no wants kidding. to have a friend with a hot tub, actually. <laughs> yes. yes. And then here's my point. I will invite anyone over anytime. They can just message me and go, hey, hot tub. I'm like, oh, okay, come on over. They never do. My one friend, Jimmy, he's on he's on TV. He's on CNN. And he's like, I can't believe you got rid of the hot tub. I'm like, Jimmy, you guys were over once. And every time I said, hey, let's go back to the house to go to the hot tub, you're like, nah, I can't, or it's too hot. 
Because if it's too hot, you don't, you don't want to go in a hot tub. It's just too hot. And if it's too cold, it, you, you, it's too bad. If it's below 30, you really shouldn't. It, it's kind of no, weird. Oh, that's the best time. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it in, just run I've out of your house, teens. though. You've got to, like, drive to your friend's house. It's too much yeah, of a project. Exactly. It's got to be, like, a spur-of-the-moment thing, I think. But I'm looking forward to winter not having to shovel the damn thing out there, not having the electric bill, of course. And then, yeah, I shovel the driveway. I come back in. And then uh, I go, oh, right, the deck, you know. I'm glad we're talking about wedding photography, but we, we did a yeah. little bit. Well, I still have another. Uh, so uh, we didn't really do any uh, updates. And oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, first. one of mine is weather related. Uh, so the day after we recorded, or maybe it was even the night we recorded last, uh, we had this crazy windstorm. I don't know if you guys got the same wind that we did. I think Halloween night, crazy storm. Oh, it was, it was, um, it was a fair, fair windstorm. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, so where I'm situated here in downtown Buffalo, we're right basically where, uh, at the foot of Lake Erie, where it meets the Niagara river and it's, it's windy here in general. Um, and my particular street, just, it's a straight shot right to the lake. So we get a lot of wind. Um, and so in the middle of the night, and I was thinking, gosh, this wind is scary. Like it was just a little extra. And, um, sure enough in the middle of the night, all of a sudden saw this big burst of light and heard this huge boom and this gigantic tree fell, uh, right next to my house, crashed on top one of our cars took the power line Wait, one of your cars yeah yep you should see the photos it's crazy like the whole it's like a hundred year old maple tree just surrounding the entire car just laying right on oh, top boy. of it yeah so um and then the the telephone pole was on top of my house um the next two poles down they both snapped in half we were at power for several days it was a, a messy, messy storm. And this is the third. I've lived here six years. The third of those maple trees on my block that's fallen. So I think they've just gotten a little too big for their, their locations. And um, we had a lot wow. of rain. So it just picked it up and plopped it right on top of the car. <laughs> so the cars totaled. We had to do some car shopping. So not fun at all. Um, do you have a Jenny generator? No. Ah. Uh. I picked one up after Sandy or Irene, I think Sandy, the yeah. storm, and then didn't use it for like eight or nine years. And then last year I used it for a couple of times and it was a little rough starting up. I had to get do something with the carburetor, but once it worked, it was, you know, my neighbor has like a whole house one, they're like 10, 15 grand. I'm not doing that for once every <laughs> five or six years. It was once a year. I'm like, yeah, I'll get the $800 one. I'll go outside, start it. I'm good to go. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, a lot of people do just around here. Yeah, when you when it gets like kind of cold and you don't have heat and your thermostat's reading like 50, you're like, okay, this is getting serious. I'm, I'm really getting cold now, you know, and yeah. you want heat. You don't care about anything else. Food, yeah, refrigerator, this, whatever, yeah, all that, this, you don't care. This was the longest I've been out since I've owned, owned this house. And in, previously as a renter, my landlord had a generator, and so I just – you know, I never thought about it until this last storm. I was like, oh, I don't, I yeah. don't have one of those, do I? But uh, yes, yeah, so I couldn't. Who's we in the house? Uh, I have a significant other partner okay. named Paul. Paul, all right. Yep, yep. <laughs> so. How long uh, you guys been dating? 
four years. Do you, as a wedding photographer, get that <laughs> question? Coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Do you get that often? Like, what would I do for a wedding question? No, no, or no. Or just, the, is it uh, coming? The, well, when do you think you're getting engaged kind of question from, from everyone. I think I'm old enough now that people just stopped asking. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was younger, you know, you'd get that question more. And, oh, time's, time's ticking, you know. And, like, I'm not in any hurry to have kids or anything like that. If if ever, I'm, you know, it's not, like, a huge priority for me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just never been a, a big rush. So. Okay. All right. Good for you. Good. <laughs> Very good. Um, All right. And also, I have um, another uh, wedding horror story to tell. <laughs> it's not as bad as last week's. Um, so this awesome castle wedding I was telling you about, uh-huh. uh, they moved the ceremony inside. Beautiful location. A um, little cramped, when, but... When was it? Last weekend. Okay. Last okay. Saturday. And this was a first for me. So... Uh, I've had good luck this this year. I only had maybe two weddings where there were a lot of guests with their cell phones out in the aisle. Um, haven't had anybody too, yes, too we rowdy. Love that. I know. Um, usually I can work around them. And, you know, people put up those signs and make announcements. Oh, unplugged wedding. They don't work. Like, there's always phones out. No. But, you know, usually I can work around them. This one had a lot. There were a lot of phones out. Um, and right before the bride was about to walk down the aisle... A woman turned with her phone um, to document the groom. Um, so she's taking a video and she's got the flash on her iPhone just blasting straight at me. So now I'm shooting right into this this light. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, God, this is like this can't happen. I'm just being blasted with her light. So I uh, go down the aisle real quick, say, excuse me, your, your flash is on. And she, oh, I'm sorry. And when I walked up to her, what must have happened is my my camera must have somehow hit my hip in such a way that turned it into video mode. What and, camera? Uh, it's a Mark IV, Canon Mark IV. Okay, I know Canon, uh, 80%. Yeah, okay. so there's a little dial that just clicks over once between um, photo and video, and okay. then a button to start the video. And... Uh, so I shoot with two bodies and, um, one has my 70 to 200 on it and the other has, uh, 16 to 35 for the processional. So I generally will shoot initially as the doors are opening for the ceremony with the 16 to 35, do like a dramatic shot, um, that way, and then turn and get the groom and the groomsmen with the wide angle. And then we'll switch to my 70 to 200 to get some close-ups as she's walking down, um, and so I did that. I did the wide angle shots and it was a, it was a short aisle. Um, so the 70 to 200 was like uh, almost risky. Like maybe yeah. I should have shot with a 50 cause it's a short aisle, but I really wanted the 70 to 200 in that space. And, um, it, it was fine for everyone else who walked down the aisle, but because my camera had turned into video mode, I just instantly, like, the panic sets in. Like, okay, she's walking. She's 20 feet away from me. Oh, my God, oh my God how do I even, you just, I, like, Because you, you rarely ever do that. So you were like, what's going on on my camera, right? Yeah, well, and I didn't even look at it. I just put it up to my face, and I'm trying to hit the shutter, and nothing's happening. And, and I'm you're, really, and you're like, also not seeing anything. Right. I'm just like, wait, what's the cameras? It's off. What's going on? And then right. I look down, and I see that it's recording video. 
and I'm just like, oh, oh, like, what, what do I do? Should I just record the video? I don't know. There's no time. And then I had like a moment of clarity and I realized, okay, just have to hit the button and then flip the thing and it's fine. And I got four shots off. First one, dad's eyes are closed. Second two are great. Bride's crying. So she looks a little, um, she had one of those kind of like furrowed cries. So she looks a little angry. <laughs> and then okay. the, fourth, the fourth one is out of focus. She was too close. And that's all I got. So hopefully she was crying the whole way down the aisle. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I couldn't see anything. Um, and isn't like, where's my smiling photo? Because I do not have that. It's well, all because that stupid lady laughing me with her stupid flash. Oh. I had to go tell her to turn it off. Oh, it was so I, You know, I, I give you credit for doing that because there's been times when uh, I, I'm like, do I have time? Can I go over there and say something? Or I'm like, no, I don't know. And then I just, you know, you got a split second to be like, do I have that two seconds to go over there and say, excuse me, what you really want to say is not that. You want to say, you want to get like, <laughs> what? The what hell do you think you're doing? You? Put your goddamn camera away and be a guest. Is what you want to scream at the person. Um, but so there's only been a few times when I've done that. Once yeah. I did it, I think I told this story. I was so mad at this woman. It was reception, and she decides the sole person of almost 300 people at this wedding to leave the table and go stand by the wall. Right where everyone comes in, cusping the corner. So she's now in the background of literally everyone. Everyone. The van's off to the camera left, let's say. She's dead center. People are entering frame this way. And I'm like, is she really going to Is she really gonna stand there the, the whole time? Because she's standing there right now. And, and I know what's going to happen. She's going to be there the whole time. She's just there with a stupid phone. So I go up to her, and I, I said this back in the podcast. I was so mad. And then later she yelled at me because I was rude to her. I was like, oh, did I want to – Oh, did I want to rip her a new one? You yeah. No, well, no what idea. they don't—they don't understand so that what they're doing is rude. Yes, like, and it's because not had, about you and your photos. It's about it's the bride and groom's photos, and we're not—we're not asking them to move because we're these artists who care about our work so much. Like, we're doing it for the the couple. <laughs> they don't understand that. They think they want to up one us. They want to be the, they're like, oh. Well, this guy's. Gonna, I'm going to show how good a photographer I am. But if I walk with your phone, no, against nothing against phones. I could, you know, you give me a phone, and you give me an amateur photographer. Chances are, I will kick your ass with my iPhone Seven versus <laughs> your amateur photographer. If you've just been, you know, new at this. So, but she was just, you know, it. it I got so mad at that because mostly because she thought I was being rude with how abrupt I was. But I was like, I had a second time. to tell her. Please, you you can't be here. You're in a bad spot. Um, I'm like, you're in a really bad spot right here. I think I think that's what I said. I didn't swear at her or anything, anything. I definitely didn't say, excuse me, can you please sit down? I didn't have time for that shit. I didn't. <laughs> I said, you're in a really bad spot right here, and I ran back. And yeah. She that maybe my connotation was a little. You know, I, I give her maybe twenty percent of my face. <laughs> you know, something different. We, yeah, but you can't hide it. Say sometimes. something different. <laughs> yeah, but then I was like, come on, give me a break. Anyway, back I to try the- to be polite about it and just say, please, if I see people ahead of time and I know they're going to be a problem, you know, I'll just walk up, walk up the aisle real quick and say, 
um, feel free to take photos, but please try to keep your cameras within within the um, or out of the aisle. Yeah. And, you know, people just aren't aware usually. And they're like, oh, okay, no problem. And, and then they do. I notice a lot of outdoor weddings where a lot of people stand around. They don't all sit. You get a lot more of those people like in the background as the uh, the bride's walking down the aisle where they're just kind of standing around in the back. And they don't realize that that does kind of take away attention because they're not thinking about photography. They're just like, oh, I don't want to sit. Right. <laughs> That's all it is. But um, yeah, I, I just um, keep an eye out for that stuff as the ceremony is about to get started. And if I see those people standing around, I'll just ask them to, you know, ceremony's about to start. Please have a seat. The uh, the bride's going to be walking through here real soon. So, yeah, um, I, I recently, you know, back in quote unquote the day, um, uh, I had uh, a lot of people that would be at weddings and they would bring a camera. DSLR, whatever the case is, lens, big lens or two, onboard slash maybe. Um, those days are really falling apart. If someone brings a film camera, I'm like, hey, go ahead, that's all good. <laughs> um, recently, I had uh, I was at a wedding and and the bride. I don't think I talked about this. Talking to the bride, the wedding, the, a new venue for me, like a barn wedding. Really sweet couple, super super sweet couple. Really like, what do we do? We don't have to do. Um, tell us what to do. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you guys will be just fine. So. <laughs> Um, talking to her before the wedding, I said, uh, okay, so where are you going to be for prep? She's like, oh, we have someone covering prep. And I'm thinking, yeah, I did that face. I did the, what? With the eyes squinted. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I'm, I'm not doing an album with this couple. So I can maybe try to upsell them. Whether it happens e- either way, fine. And I thought, you know what? Let this roll off my back. Because, hey, less work for me. Shorter day. I don't have to shoot and edit, or mostly edit. I like shooting prep, but I don't have to edit the stuff. I'm like, okay. So that didn't come I, off your. Do you do like an hourly rate, or is it just they pay for full day coverage and it then? It says up to, unlike okay. Andy, with I think yeah. So that really was thing. time off then. Yeah, yeah, nice. it was. Because I, I mean, yeah. day was was less than eight hours, I think. Um, so uh, I get there and I see this dude. Uh, with uh, another Sony like mine, and was talking to him, and I, I went right to Mike. I'm like, "Did you? Are you the one that covered today?" He's like, "Yeah." And him and I were yapping the whole time, and he was a super cool dude. I think his name was Chris. Uh, really nice guy. We got along great. We're talking shop the whole time, and that really is the best approach to talk to the person initially as professionals. Be like, "Oh, hey, I see you're shooting with whatever, and cool, you know." This, I'm the first, and I've done this in the past. If I, if the person's cool, and they're shooting the same system. I'd be like, hey, by the way, I got a cool 85 mil 1.4 if you want to you play with it. Like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> that's if they're cool. <laughs> that's if they're cool and they're not in my way. I don't say anything right away. Like, when I first see this person with the camera, like I said, at church, and they might be pushing boundaries, I say nothing. But if I see they're being respectful, and then later on they might come to me, then cool. There's one guy at a wedding. He had a Leica M10 with the um, – what lens he had? He was walking around with, like – I did the show math, off. Like 16 grand, I think, around his neck. I'm like, yeah, right, show off. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I said to him, I'm like, there's no way in hell I am not picking up that camera and playing with it today. And he was like, yeah. Because well, I had to just, I had to play with it. It was, yeah. it was nice. Standard yeah. like a weight and They're all. They're so pretty. Oh, they, they really are. are. So nice. Did you ever find out why they wanted that guy to cover? Was he um, like someone special to them? Um, he's an amateur, uh, semi professional. Uh, I think what he does on a on a paid level 
is part-time. I, I don't think it's wedding. I forget background story. Good friend, close. He was there. It was near, nearby the house. Photography for both, the, for both of them, for this couple, was kind of like, yeah, we got to have it so cool. They like Jimmy. There you go. Um, so maybe they were just trying to help him build a portfolio or something? I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was all cool. At one point, when, we wa- when I was walking around with a couple, I blog it. If you go on my blog, I'm going to try to pull it up for all the, the millions of listeners right now. Um, <laughs> if uh, the wedding was, I forget the place, that's why I said it, the, the, uh, it uh, as I'm talking. So anyway, so we walked around with the couple, and then... He was he wasn't he wasn't around at one point, but then we kind of caught up to like the area where now cocktail hour was going on, and I saw him there. And then he's like, "Hey, do you mind if I take some pictures?" Like, By all means, and I just I literally just kind of stood back for a minute, and then uh, walked away. So it was if you go to my website jamesferrara.com, go to recent work, the blog in the middle, which is now top middle Fortune Valley Manor wedding, Kelly and Greg, is that is that wedding? And then uh, I got great stuff from this couple, and. There was a couple, a few shots of them, like, through, like, <clears throat> the broken, the high, I don't know what they're called. They're, like, what, some kind of willow thing. They're just, they're tall and they're wispy. And uh, the sun was just right with them. Um, and uh, I got some really good moments with them. Like, late day light. There was a horse involved. Kind of funny. Nice. Uh, it was good. It was a good one. I'm, I'm, I like this blog. I like this blog a lot. I had a good time with them. I think, though, like, if someone asked me specifically if they could, you know, be a part of shooting the portraits, I, that's never happened he, he to me. That, but he didn't say that. I would say no. I would, I've, I've said no to many times people. Even yeah. just a mom with a camera. I don't care who you are. Because then they end up disclosed. posting those photos right away, and then that yeah. ends up being the photos on the, the couple's facebook's and instagrams and all of that and then you know by the time they get your photos like if i see someone with a fancy camera really overachieving at a wedding i will make sure to get them some teasers like immediately because i know that person's gonna try to beat me to it (laughs) and then they get all the credit for the wedding because then you know by the time my photos come around they're they're over it you know (laughs) this happened um, this happened to my wife a couple years ago when she was shooting a wedding locally. That <clears throat> there was a dude there with a, a seventy-two hundred type lens, and she when she walked around with the couple, she noticed him in her peripheral. Somehow. Yeah. Like she sensed it. She heard the shutter click. Whatever was going on, and she didn't say anything. And then she was telling me about it afterwards. And then, uh, you know, it's her posing the couple, doing this and that, and. Making putting her and putting them in a nice light, nice background. Of course, the whole A, B, and C of creating good portraits. You know, when you when you're on a small, quick sidetrack here, when couples meet with us, right, and they talk about style, and they ask the question, "What kind of style do you have?" I'm like, "That's a hard question to ask," but I like saying it, and I like disclosing that, and then we talk. And then as I'm talking, there's a TV in in the wall in my studio with random images showing, and pretty much every one, outside of a true candid, I'm like. They didn't just happen to stand there in perfect sunlight looking like that. I'm like, I've directed every single second of what that is. So, but it looks like it's kind of natural. That's kind of how I am. So mm-hmm. uh, she was doing the same thing. And this dude, click, click, click in the background. Within like a week, he makes this canvas framed print of some sort or framed print of them posed as she did. And yeah. she just happened to be closing her eyes, looking back at him. And he happened to be looking down. So either camera 
was it wasn't an eyes on the down the barrel of the lens type image. It right. was like a fight. So what did that do immediately? It just right there wiped off all post sales of us making a, a sale for a refinished, polished up, retouched wall art for their for their living room. Yeah. You know, because he already That's gave a her. I know. I know. Forget about posting. Whatever. That comes and goes. Yeah. The, 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 now this is potentially losing income for us. Not a lot, granted. But when you got a print on a wall that's hanging in someone's house. That's and, forever. And they're a young couple. That's not going anywhere. And anyone that comes over for any party is like, oh, that's great. It's great. Oh, the, the, your wedding. And whether you have a book or not, they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about that photo. They're going to mention you. Now, that couple is going to mention Uncle Bob or whatever who was who took that picture. Yeah. And that's you unfortunate. Know. And she, when I found that out later, I was like, oh, I was so <laughs> mad. Yeah. I was like, that's it. From this point on, if I hear or see anything going on on a pro level, phones are one thing. But I just, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I can't. I go, I go back to a couple of go, look, I can't shoot with other people doing this. It's just distracting us and you and me. And I, I we got to have that person be somewhere else, enjoying cocktail hour, or we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I think I I would generally cut my losses in that situation or my second shooter might just ask them to to step back. But I I know that there are some photographers out there who have a clause in their contract um, saying like I I will be the only professional photographer at this wedding. You know, no other um, photography will be allowed. And, you know, you can add something about about a phone in there i don't do it just because it seems so elitist and well, like it, it, it isn't when all of a sudden like okay that wedding i mentioned before with the the dude with the shooting the prep you know uh, there's been times a lot when like a dad or an uncle or an aunt or someone is like the you know shooting video and or then all of a sudden branching from video to still so first clause in my contract is exclusive photographer i've never had to be like hey according to the contract, but yeah. Like what are you going to do? Like rip out your contract? Like, <laughs> Hey buddy, I'm the exclusive <laughs> photographer. <laughs> it just seems. No, when you, when you go so to the couple and you, and you talk to them, they'll, they'll, they're paying you. They'll be the first to do whatever you want. They'll be like, okay, I'm on it. You know, especially when it's costing them money yeah. or potentially not getting what they're paying us for. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a that tough was an extreme. That was an extreme situation. Yeah. <clears throat> all right yeah well, well <laughs> do that do thing and he does <laughs> uh we have a, a lot of uh listener questions this week that we can get to um one of which was about the new uh, macbook pro and when that was coming out because someone's machine was running real slow and all that uh, good stuff uh-huh uh, uh, but it got us talking to our friend Hannah Barlow, who was on a few weeks ago. I can't stand her. Oh, I'm I totally know. kidding, Hannah. I love you. You're the best. <laughs> but she she dropped a little bomb on us that week when she was talking about saving her photos. And we're like, what do you mean you're saving your photos? And she said, oh, well, you know, out of Adobe Camera Raw, I don't use Lightroom. And we kind of just like let it slide, even though we were all sort of wide-eyed right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Hannah chimed in again on this thread about her the speed of her computer. And so obviously I had to make a joke about, well, if you were only using Lightroom, uh, you know, maybe things would be running a 
a little faster for you. Um, But I know, Jimmy, you used to do the same thing. Lightroom's fairly new to you as well. So maybe you can speak a little bit about what what took you so long. I know you talked about it a long time ago on the show, but uh, let's let's encourage Hannah here. Let's talk about that transition and uh, what our workflows are like now. Back in the beginning, I think it was... It was when I first started, like 03 or 04 or 05, the latest, when Aperture, Apple invented Aperture. And it was the first non-destructive editing software, which was brilliant. You can edit, you can import a raw image or JPEG, do whatever you want, make as many versions of that image as you want, still taking up the amount of space as one image. It's, what you're doing is you're, you're telling the image, hey, here's a bunch of ones and zeros to do this image. And then when you're going to export that version whatever you do. It was great. They, they were, Aperture was all over the, the, the photo plus the, um, you know, imaging WPPI, they were everywhere. And then they kind of slacked in that. And then Adobe said, Hey, that's a good idea. They kind of stole it, ran with it, invented Lightroom. And then it was a battle in the beginning. Um, and then, and they did this in the very beginning. So I just branched, I just gravitated toward Aperture because I loved the, how it manages, managed image, uh, images and projects and, and your folders and albums and all your jobs, right? It was really, really great system. And I just got used to it. And I just got, I just, I, I just, when they stopped it in, I think, 16-ish, I forget what year they stopped Aperture. Oh, I it doesn't it exist linger. anymore. Well, it didn't, no, they stopped production on it. So I does Apple have any editing software anymore? I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there in a second. Okay. So they stopped production on Aperture, and then, <laughs> sure enough, um, no updates. Things were getting a little buggy, and then one wedding, I it was earlier in the year. I said, I we really got to change to Lightroom. Just, I just have to do it. I, I wanted to do it a year prior, just never got around to it. And then I had to because the program wasn't working. And now with Catalina, it won't even open. It's done. That's it. Well, and I knew that was inevitable, which is unfortunate because, hey, what if what if I wanted to open up a project from ten years ago? Yeah. Just you invented this. Just let it open. I don't. I I know it, there's no updates. So now, and if any couple comes to me from prior years, and they, you know what, if it's, it's a black and white image now, you're not going back to the color. I'm sorry. It's been eight years. Let it go. So <laughs> that's what I'm kind of going to think. But I I don't care about raw files that long, that far in advance, or that not long ago. So, jumping to well, jumping, but having to dive into app to Lightroom, I knew nothing. Did some little online course thing I bought, kind of got the basics of it. Really got into it. I know it very well now, very well. So, and I love it. And it's it is it is an, an unbelievable program. And for any professional to not be using that or Capture One or I don't know anything else actually. That's about it. But Capture One is more for portrait in studio it's not meant yeah. for high volume um people love it for tethering it. It's, it wasn't, yeah 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 i don't i never i i i have tethered on location corporate headshots but i even now i i don't um so hannah yeah dive in dive in this winter um put, it, put everything aside jump in head first see what happens and you will be like wow where I've been. What was, what was I thinking all this time? So because Hannah says is, she's it, tried it, it, though. She said it's too slow. Too slow for right. her. Well, yeah. 
then she's then she's importing her images on her computer and not on a separate hard drive. And then once the smart previews build and everything, you unplug that drive and you work off the smart previews. I would do standard previews. The one on one one on one thing stinks. I don't it doesn't I don't think it works like it should. It takes too long. It takes way too long. Yeah. Um, if you need to really yeah, zoom real- in on images, then plug your drive back in and you can zoom in properly. My opinion. Yeah, I'm um, very curious what what's going on there that she thinks. She, she probably does that. She probably just downloads images that are on her hard drive on her laptop or computer or whatever it is, not on a separate drive. And then when she goes to edit, yeah, it slows you down a lot. A I lot. mean, it. Yeah, I think reverse that. If she's working off her computer, it should be fast. If she's working off a hard drive, then it's slow. She, okay. If her if Lightroom, if the program is on her, let's say on her laptop. Yeah. Or let's say it's on a laptop, right? Uh, right now I'm on my MacBook Air because of a program that doesn't work on Catalina on my other computer. But my other computer, going to a question that was on the feed about what MacBooks use, that's a 2015 MacBook Pro, fully loaded, solid state drive. I love that thing. It's got, it's a Pro, which means it has <laughs> SD card slot, two lightning uh or not lighting, um, Thunderbolt connections, a USB connection, a headphone jack, a power cable, in case you hit it or your cat runs next to it and pops it out, it's just going to go and pop out. No big deal. I don't know what the hell Apple's thinking when they... I just said this last week. I got up and I tripped over the cable. I just popped out of the computer. If that was a USB cable, It something would be on the floor. For sure. And Yeah, and then my son was like, well, what are you doing with the cable draped across the dining room table? I'm like, I don't, don't, the backstory isn't important right now. The, the, the <laughs> problem is, this is, this is my system. This is how, that's where the outlet is. That's where I plug in the computer. And my studio is a different story. This is where I edit Wenix. So why did they change that? It's beyond me. And I get so mad at them. Anyway, let's rein it back in. Um, <laughs> so, so the computer. You're real fiery it, with that whiskey. I do. I get real heated up about this shit. So if you're on your main computer and only computer, let's say, is uh, any laptop, any MacBook, let's just say, I only own Mac. So you're raw when you when you download images into Lightroom, the program should be on your computer, the application of Lightroom and on Adobe and all that, right? Then when you plug it in, you go, hey, okay, cool. You want to bring this stuff into this library? Where's your library? Well, my library is here. It's A, B, and C, whatever it is, your Whatever you're going to put it. Don't put that on another drive. Let your library, your main library, live on your computer that you're using. And then on the right-hand side, where the raw image is going, that's where you plug in a drive that should really just be for raw images. They're cheap enough. Just get a terabyte. They're they're nothing. It'll, It'll last you for so long. And then let that, let your raw images live on there. Build previews. I do, I do standard. I've tried the one-to-one. I, Annie does the one-to-one. I don't do it. It took like overnight and it was taking forever. And I didn't really see, I you do see a difference in the size, but I just didn't care. So it, it built projects, uh, uh, weddings and any kind of job much faster. I still say projects. That's an aperture thing. <laughs> and, um, and then once it's done, you can unplug that drive and you can go anywhere. And work and edit and do whatever you want, and it's much, much faster. I do that even with like, like studio shoots that are like you know maybe 100 images. Yeah. What so yeah, my workflow is a little different. So first of all, as far as your hard drives go, 
certain hard drives work a lot faster than others. So if you're if you're keeping your your files, if you're working off of a Drobo, for example, it's, it's going to be slow as hell. Um, I use uh, usually my working drive is just a little uh, like Western Digital Passport because I can take it to a coffee shop or wherever. Um, and those are fine to work off of. They are definitely fast enough. There's no lag time or anything like that. So I do a separate catalog for each wedding. I don't keep one big one. Um, and sometimes that they say that's not an issue with it slowing down, but some people have definitely noticed a difference when they, instead of working on one big catalog, they start to separate it either by the month or by the job or whatever, by the year even. Well, I said the, when you import, you're importing it into your one library then exporting it as a as a separate catalog or starting a whole new catalog so the program itself is on my uh on my laptop Mm -hmm. um but the actual catalog i saved to the hard drive and i haven't had any issues with lag time but when you start a new catalog from scratch all your presets are they don't exist no they do they do all right, so you're you're doing it on you're doing on your main you're importing on your main catalog library, and then you're exporting that as a separate catalog. When you go with the wedding, you say export this as a new catalog, right? No, I I'm not sure I'm not sure what you <laughs> mean. You so I I open the program and I say create new catalog, and then I. I name that catalog and then I pick the the couple's folder in the hard drive as to where that catalog will be stored. Oh, I, you know, I never. OK. I, and your presets are there. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's all just computer. stored in the computer. Yeah. OK. I, I have no, that's I just never tried exactly that. Yeah. I never tried. I tried. Um, I never tried that because there's always another job going on. With me, there's always lifestyle or something in the studio that I decided to bring home because I have a faster computer. Yeah. All right. That's the that only makes, that hold up is when you want to export and then start a new job. You have to wait for the export. But I do use, I'm not sure if you do as well, Photo Mechanic for my calls. No. So no. if I have something exporting and, I mean, usually when I'm exporting something, that means I'm done for the day and that's it. I'm okay. not really working after that. But um, sometimes, you know, I might do have a smaller job. I finish it early in the day and then I want to start calling the next job. I can do that in Photo Mechanic and then um, okay. well, as the other project is exporting and then start my new catalog once it's finished. Do you use Photo Mechanic? No, I tried it. I didn't like the idea of two different programs because um, I found because Again, <clears throat> building the Lightroom catalog, the the um, the job, whatever you want to call it, in the one library. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, once it's built, uh, I, I can take out, I can unplug the drive where raw files live or reference to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fast. If I hit E and I go in whatever mode that is, and I'm like next, 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 I can go. It's lightning fast. I'm like, this, yeah. I, I can't. I. I can't imagine faster than this, nor do I want it faster than this. Like I'm yeah. seeing each image, I'm like, yes, yes, good, 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 no, no, good, fine, go back, whatever that one, good. And I'm the person who um, I don't do the I don't do the picked flag thing. I just I start a new folder and then I just delete it, and then I go delete. I can always undo the delete, and then 
I hate the Lightroom has a little window at the bottom saying undo delete. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just did that. You don't have to remind me. Just stop it. Um, so I just deleted, delete, delete, and then undo if need be. And then if I like an image, I'll start one, two, three, four, whatever the case is. I don't do the colors. Uh, I don't do the flag pick thing because it's like kind of half. It's like the opacity of the image is like half there, half down. I'm like, if I don't want it, I don't want to see it at all. That's just that's just my thought process. Man. Like I believe that so, image for a reason. So let it go. Gone. Okay. You know so I mean? let me back up. Okay. So you import all your fo- uh, all your photos, uh-huh. and you're you're going through them to call them, and instead of like putting them with a color or a star or whatever, you're just deleting the ones you don't like. Well, I'll, it'll start with um, okay. So that Kelly and Greg wedding I mentioned before. It'll be Kelly and Greg. Underneath that will be like Jimmy. Be like my stuff. And my assistant that day was uh, Steve. So I'll put Steve. Um, I won't put the camera because I, I just know it's him or me. Sure. And then I'll go through his stuff and then I'll go through my stuff. And once I'm done with that, I'll then start another folder, another uh, folder, which would be uh, where I upload to ShootProof, which will be the final edit. So then I'll throw my stuff in that, throw his stuff in that, and then go look at it like collectively in time order as opposed to just one camera, one camera. Because then I might decide, yeah, it's overkill with her putting on her veil. I don't need this many pictures. I'll delete some of mine, some of his, whatever the case is. And then uh, then I, that, that, I'm now in the folder of the final images. So I don't but- need to flag stuff, unflag stuff, because I'm only going to have to then go back to see the flag stuff. So let me but just, how do you get your your Lightroom to just show you the photos you want to edit? Are you you're giving them and assigning them a number or a color? You have to do something to pick them. No, right? no I start a new a new folder. I'm on I'm I'm not on the, I can't open it right now because I'm not on the computer. But it's 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 the it's the folder and it's it's not an album. That's an aperture thing. It's. But how do you call? How do you pick pick which ones you're going to use? I just go through. I go. I go. If it's if it's good, I just go next. I just leave it. If it if I don't like it, I hit delete. You delete it. Yes, yeah. that was my question. Oh, I, I said it before. I said I delete it. You just delete it. That's just, it. It's gone. gone. D- delete. Oh man. I mean, it's still in the master thing of all photos, but I don't care about that. That that's gonna get deleted. I said this in the past many times. If I shoot two thousand images at a wedding, which it's good. If I, you know, it's usually a little more. Um, and then a thousand, or let's say half of them make the final cut. Those other thousand are not only deleted, they are removed as if they were never photographed in the first place. I don't store the raw files somewhere else. I don't. I will eventually take the card out from the safe and reformat it. Don't care. They are removed and deleted for a reason. No one ever in time will need to see the photos that I didn't take because, in my opinion, I never took them. They never existed. My camera never came up. I never went because something was I decided that that image is no good because the one before it was great. And this one, let it go. Yeah, and, I don't and, know. And like, I don't know how you can do that. I'm like, well, think about the, the, the logistics, the, the reasoning behind this. I'm not deleting pictures of grandma sitting down or so or another group shot that didn't exist. I'm, I'm keeping all the of course, I'm keeping the good stuff. I'm just deleting the repetitive stuff. Or if someone looks hard, like a half blink or something. Then I, I got it covered. It's it's yeah. it's less is more. I get what you're saying. I just I I think like we're calling so fast. It's just like arrow 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 arrow, you know. And you're making yeah. these split decisions. And sometimes, especially in group photos, you miss someone's got their eyes closed. 
like, ah, crap. And then you got to go back and you you pick the other one instead. That happens to me like pretty often. It happens to me too. But I mean, they're not, they're not gone, gone. They're just removed from that folder and I can always go back. They're not like hardcore deleted. Like I have to go back to the card to re-import the raw file. But if you didn't click delete and you just flagged the ones you like instead of deleted the ones you don't like, (laughs) then they would all still be there. You you might be right. I never tried that process, but then I got to go back to say, hey, show me all the flag stuff. Where I'm like, I'm just in the folder already. I want this folder to be the finals. So let me get rid of what I want. And then I'm just seeing now. I don't have to create. Yeah. I guess it's like half dozen, six the other order. I'm yeah, kidding. it's funny because there's so many different ways to do the exact same thing. And there's yeah. there's really no right or wrong answer. And sometimes you see people, you sit down with somebody and they watch you work and they're like, whoa, what are you doing? And they'll point out something you just <laughs> had no idea. And vice versa. You know, I see people doing stuff sometimes and I'm just like, you know, there's a way easier way to do that. It might, you know? it might be but, easier. It might be. And yeah, that, I don't know. That loop deck thing. I'm discovering stuff with that. I'm like, wow, I can <laughs> I can be in. um library mode on a loop deck and if for those of you who use it which is probably like two of our listeners and then use the little dial that rotates image to go to the next image which is fast and then i if i touch like the exposure dial now is very sensitive but very fast and you can go to grid mode and just make the images bigger on your screen and go like and see like four at a time and be like go 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 i can i can bust through just brightness which I typically do through reception all the time. So it's always up and down with me. And then um, it's so fast that way. That, that thing, is it's not that pricey. The new one's ridiculous. But uh, the... Yeah, they the just one, came out with a new one this yeah. week, right? Yeah. Like yeah, what's the deal? Case. I don't know. I don't care. It's, the one I have is, <laughs> is... I like mechanical buttons. I'm fine with that. I still have a very old um, uh, Wacom tablet. Uh-huh. Because it has the buttons on the side. It's, it's actually quite big. It's it's very big. And buttons on the side, I can, I can feel when I'm, like, editing. It's at the studio. And I can I can feel it and do that. And I tried the newer ones with the touchscreen stuff. And I, I just didn't like it. And you can use your finger on the, uh, this, the pad itself, which I yeah. never do. So I'm like, I don't need I don't need to spend money on this. I, just, I bought it for a little bit and sold it and went back to what I loved. And the pen... Is much more responsive than the one I have. I think the new ones are there's a slight lag in it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. things just keep getting used to, and sometimes you know they're just they're just not the same. It's what it is. <laughs> Look at us, one hour in, almost. Yeah, we should uh, probably talk about something else, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or were we gonna <laughs> talk more about our? We can talk our about bullet we can talk about this amazing bartender I saw the other night. Who you ever see <laughs> the, when you when you when you okay? So people probably look at you sometimes, and you won't know it, but another photographer will look at you. And I've had people say this to me, and they're like, "I one time something was happening on the dance floor. I ran back to change the lens, and in the, in the midst of doing this, I'm not a tall person, so I was take hands one cam, camera went above my head." Twisted the lens. When I got to my bag, I put. Okay, we're back. Oh, we're back. All right, here we are back again. I was talking about bananas a little bit because <laughs> I didn't know where to go with it. I don't know what happened. Sorry, folks. Uh, yeah, Andy, and mostly, over. mostly you, Andy. Sorry for editing this. The first part we just said, scratch it. Um, so we're I think we're good. You're recording. I'm recording. 
Yeah. We lost something. Yeah. That's the nature of, of technology. It happens. Yeah. Um, so well, I was I- saying how, how cool it is that people watch you sometimes. They, they'll watch you change the lens. They'll watch you put the camera down, pick it back up again, talk to a couple, grab a camera, adjust something. And that, that's like the art. It's like, well, that's not the art, but that's, that's part of the, of the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's part of the, the, uh, so. okay, of, of <laughs> doing your job, which, which does, which to us is like, I don't care what I'm doing. End result is this. Like, I'm not, you know, spinning the camera around my hand, that kind of crazy level. But, uh, I, I, I witnessed a bartender the other night at my local bar be like so on point where it was so impressive just watching him. And then of course the drink was fantastic I mean, it's a couple simple drinks but just everything he did was like that looks great and so we as photographers sometimes that's part of our job because how many times do you get people saying to you hey you did a great job today and you're like thank you and you're thinking hey, you didn't see a single image everything would be too dark out of focus wrong composition cropping people at their neck with too much headroom you don't know but yeah isn't that funny that people that, will, that they know you're working hard yeah. and they see your gear, you look legit, you seem professional, and they're like, wow, you worked really hard. That's the number one thing people say to me. Like, you worked really hard. Thank you so much. Like, they thank me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have, yeah, you yes. have no idea if I took a single photo. My second favorite question people I get from people is like, oh, did you get good stuff today? It's like, no, no, I, <laughs> I didn't get anything. I've been trying. That's I get it. That's a fine question. Yeah. Like, I've it. been trying really hard, but, oh, man, I got nothing. Like, <laughs> well, of course, of course, I got good stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> like, I got nothing. Uh, what'd you get? Because my, my head is still some of your images. Yeah. Can you help me? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I think it's time to do the little little mid-show spiel, don't you? Uh, well, I hope it's not mid-show. If, if this is midway, oh, yeah, we're in this trouble. is going to be a, a drunk yeah, We got to get to some, right some quick quick fire questions and uh and get right. out of here but the, before that deal. i'm gonna pour some more bullet bourbon all right <laughs> wedding There's photographers this is wedding photographers unite uh what do i say oh yeah in case you lost your place in space and time <laughs> um so this is a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast and it is for wedding photographers by wedding photographers Woo! nailed it <laughs> Uh, hey, if you're enjoying us ramble on, please leave us a review. Leave us stars. Leave all the stars. Uh, stars are good. Words are better. Leave us words. Uh, Holy and, shit. And iTunes. <laughs> or no, <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. And wherever else you get your podcasts. Okay, Did I get it? Did I do it? From now on, like that. <laughs> Nailed totally. it. You did pretty good. You did pretty uh, good. We, we miss actually, you, Andy and Neil. <laughs> I think I actually have it written down, uh, like almost because Andy copied and pasted what he says to me. Yeah. And uh, I did it that one time, but even then when I did it, I was like, yeah, I'm not just reading this word for it. I'm just going to say it like you did. That was very good. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the opening part, I've I've got that memorized a little bit better. That part was a little shaky. But, but he's right, though. Andy I mean, offered to send it. And uh, I said, no, I want to wing it. <laughs> yeah, you did. We talked before. Um, <clears throat> you're right, though. Well, it is important for podcast purposes. Uh, just a simple two-star, three-star, whatever. No, five, all the stars. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant to say, like, five stars. 
And then, and then just a little like, just love it in the comments. That kind of stuff just makes the podcast go a little farther in Apple. And then other people will see it and then we'll grow. Cause there's just, I listen to other podcasts. I don't listen to that many. And there's so many, so many. And to me, the most important thing about a podcast is if you can relate to the person and if you like the person's voice and if it's entertaining and I don't really care about like much information stuff. I just like doing what we're doing. I think this is cool. All right. So you got to, you're going to pull up a question, pull up a question. Yeah. There were a lot this week. Let's not Um, do lots. Yeah. We're not going to do all of them. Um, Let's see. Dan Strant asked us, anyone thinking of using Luminar 4? Jimmy, do you know what that is? I heard of it. <laughs> I have zero idea what Luminar is. So okay. I'm not the person to ask. Yeah. So the answer to your question, Dan, is no. We're not no. thinking of using it because we didn't know what it was. However, <laughs> I did. Um, I quickly pulled up the website here. Um, it has some great reviews from like F stoppers and SLR lounge and all of that stuff. Um, it's basically, um, a, an editing tool, um, for doing some fancy things like replacing skies, um, skin enhancing portrait type stuff. Um, let's see what else you can add sun rays, create realistic light rays in your photos. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that kind of like, uh, fancy, more composite style editing. Um, it, that's I what it looks like. It is. Yeah. It does have some of the standard stuff that you can find in Photoshop and Lightroom. Like, you know, you can stamp out unwanted objects and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I had never heard of this. I look forward to looking into it a bit more. Um, it looks pretty cool. Okay. And um, it works as a standalone program, and it can also be a plugin for Lightroom. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested in checking that out. But thanks, Dan, for bringing it to our attention. And there sorry we don't have more info for you on that. Um, let's see, what else? Well, we have... Uh... Alexandra mentioned the Mac, the the she had a two fifteen iMac. Right. Um, oh, oh, I read that. My my brain read uh, Mac book. Uh, iMacs typically last years. I still have one downstairs that that turns on pretty quick and runs pretty good for like a two thousand four or five. Because um, they're just there's a lot more space in there. Uh, yeah. So things tend to just last longer, and you can replace the RAM pretty easy. Um, you can't replace, like, uh, maybe the hard drive. That might be a bit of work. I don't know. But I never thought of replacing the hard drive and that thing to a solid state. I don't care. It's just it's kicking around. I'm not doing anything. Um, and yeah, I guess you can't. It was the, uh, the yeah. consensus there, too. Yeah. So. Uh, but if you, can, if you can, on my studio computer, which is people walk in, they still look, oh, wow, it's impressive. All they're seeing is two... 30-inch HD monitors when they made those that were two grand each. Damn! I know, son. What brand are those? Apple. Apple HD HD ones. Oh, okay. Why I still love them? Matte screen. Yes. I have 60 inches in front of me of matte screen. Zero reflection. 
I don't yeah. care about 4K. I don't give a shit. And the new laptops all have those stupid shiny. I know. Like I mean, I starting in like yeah, 2012 or something. Like, yeah, I had a laptop years ago that had a matte screen. It was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. I had a 17-inch MacBook Pro with a matte screen, and it was stunning. And they stopped making 17 they inches, did. and yes, they, they stopped making matte screens. Matte screen, 17 inch. You know what? Bump up to 19 inch. This is push the boundary a little bit. Make the body the same shape as 17 inch so it fits in those old, you know, the older backpacks and stuff. Fine. Anyway. But I replaced <laughs> that, I think it's a 2008 computer, technically, um, with solid state drives from other world computing. And ooh, wow. Yeah. It's like right up within 30 seconds, less, that computer starts up. And it, it's older stuff. It's older. Uh, video cards, it's, it, I can't max, I'm maxed out across the board, a processor, it won't, the, I don't even know what operating system it's running, it's a couple ago, and, uh, but it starts up pretty quick, and what I use it for, editing uh, wedding albums, talking to clients, uh, maybe a studio shoot I might edit on there, I typically I just bring it home to my laptop because it's faster, but it's just there. And I spent a few hundred bucks on solid state drives to replace the spinning drives, and it was so much better. And I get to keep my monitors, and I'm not going to go with the MacBook Pro because it's way too expensive. I don't need the speed there. So that might be an answer to look into if that, what did I think say, uh, run slow. She didn't state if it was, um, I she think said she was by storage. That's probably not, um, that's probably not a solid state. She was working off, though, her um, external hard drive. And I think that was a big part of what was slowing her down. I think she had one of those like Synology RAID systems or one of those. And they're they're just, they're great. They're great for storage. They're, you know, they're very reliable, but they're not for working off of. They're just for storing. So anything that's spinning is is not going to be good to work off of. No matter what. Um, They did announce a new MacBook, though. I saw that. (laughs) That sounds cool. But doesn't, I didn't look into it. I don't know what it is. I was trying to remember, so my, I have a MacBook Pro as well, but mine's the late 2014 model and it's still running great. So I just, I haven't researched the MacBook Pros recently, but I've definitely heard buzz in the past about like, don't, don't buy them yet. Like there was an issue with them where I think after 2015, they changed some stuff around and people weren't happy about it. And so I don't know what it was about them that people didn't like. So I'm reading all the specs on the new one, and I don't know, like, what they changed. So I'm not really helpful. Do you know what it was that people were no. so up in arms about? Uh, yeah, no. see, we all have the older models, and they're all, yeah, like, all... Andy's the same thing. He's 2015. Like, they're still running isn't great. It, isn't it so funny? Every, everyone, the word pro is right in the goddamn listening, and they're not talking to the pros. For what they want. I don't care about a little touchpad screen on top. That's all nice and fancy and stuff. Give me the ports. Give me actual USB ports I can plug into. Give me <laughs> the magnetic power supply thing. Give me the, the Thunderbolt power thing. That's how our hard drives plug into. This is what we want. This is what the pros want. And then something <laughs> we never thought about. Like, wow. I like that. Your things are all ports and not like, you know, graphics cards and well, things like graphics that. Graphics cards, are, they're going to get better and better, of course. And you can you can upgrade that stuff. That, that's a given. That, yeah. That's a given. Um, yeah. I, I wish I could remember what it was that people were so upset about with the old ones. But uh, we'll leave that for another you, you said episode. You about Matt's screen. Give an option about Matt's screen, right? Sure. Yeah. 
Um, okay, let's just move on since we have nothing to offer. Sorry. Um, okay, Molly, I think Major, I think that's how you say her name, um, has a follow-up question. She asked a question about vendor galleries last time. Um, but she asks, say a venue wanted to use a photo from a wedding that included the couple for their flyer or their website. Uh, would you double check with the couple first to make sure it's okay with them? And would you do that before or after sending the vendor gallery? Mm. I think it depends on the usage rights from for the the, the venue. What are their intentions? So, that? yeah. So my my thought is, um, I would just send the vendor gallery to. Um, to whoever's asking for it, the vendor. Um, and if there is something that they want to throw up on a billboard, even though my contract, they, they have to sign a copyright release that um, states that they understand I can use their photos without their permission for whatever I please, um, they sign off on that. But I think I still would if it was something big like that, like a a billboard that's going to be on the highway. Billboard is know? a different story. You know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna message them real quick and say, you know, hey, uh, your your reception venue loves one of these photos. This is the one that they want to use. They want to put on a billboard. I just want to make sure that's cool, so you're not driving down the highway and see your face. Um, <clears> and you know, I think most people would be really excited about it, but you never know. I I mean, I wouldn't. I would want to know if it were my wedding. You know, I would want to know what photo it is and make sure it's not something embarrassing that's going right. up on a board you know right. um well it so, depends how big the billboard is how long it's up for what the lease is on the billboard you know there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of back questions you got to ask well this is just about a courtesy to the couple it's right. just about checking in with um, them and so yeah, uh, sorry yeah I, I the, uh, <laughs> with the contract um, you know, it is good to have a copyright release in your your contract so that you can use the photos on your own website. Obviously, um, you know, it goes without saying that you you own the co it should go without saying that you own the copyright to the photos. But right. not everyone knows that, so it's good to just have them initial a little segment um, and one that also uh, has them release well not release but acknowledge that they don't have the commercial rights to their photos so that if the vendor contacts them personally and asks for the photo they know no you have to talk to my photographer um it's good to have in there and you know not everybody reads them and not everyone follows them but good to have anyway mm -hmm. and yes molly i would i would check with the couple just a courtesy courtesy yes but um <clears throat> If it's a good opportunity for you to get your name out there or make money, um, I, it's you got to dance Is around. Anyway, they said no. Huh? If you asked the couple and they said no, would you still post well, it? Well, here's what I, here's what I'm I'm getting at. If you can dance around um, saying, "Hey, just wanted to run this by you," not even run this by you, just informing you that so and so asked. For an image of mine, according to our contract, according to we signed, according to all copyright laws, uh, I'm not obligated to ask you for this. For, for your, I'm not obligated to ask you for your permission. I just want to give you a heads up. Yeah. And then to say, I'm. Um, it looks like I'm going to proceed forward with this. And then spin it on a. That so sounds ominous. Like well, you, like, you got to stand your ground. 
You got to be like, hey, that's my image. Let's just say they're offering your money. Let's say they're offering you ten grand for the for the for the usage right. rights to put on a billboard. Congrats, that your photo's gonna be exactly. And then, and yes, speak your ground. Billboard. Stand your form. Yeah. You, then you, I would explain. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you start with the foundation, and then say, "Hey, congratulations! Your face is gonna be your. Your guys are gonna be highlighted. Maybe you started with that, and then circle Perfect. back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And if but they, they spin it on a, it's a good thing for them. Yeah. And it, it kind of is. I mean, it, it really is. It, who would say no to that? I mean, this is the. It's like the scene from My Love You Man when <laughs> he's driving in the highway. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm we about? have every right to use it. But uh, yeah, so just uh, be yeah. positive about it and act excited about it. And if they give you some pushback, you know, maybe you should reconsider. But you still have the right to use it. They signed off that copyright clause. Yeah. So. Well, that's assuming that, that happened. Well, even that if it didn't, like you're the artist, you still own the rights to the photo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, next one. Martin Hillary asks us, do you all use second photographers or assistants? Mm. He uh, shoots on his own 90% of the time, and he prefers it that way. Great, simple question. Um, Mm -hmm. Depending on where I'm going, I, a lot of times, will prefer to be by myself. If my wife can't make it and she's doing something else, um... I like being by myself. I don't have to edit the other person's work. I don't have to be, I'm not really checking what they're doing. Sometimes I do. But uh, I know I'm a little more on my toes because I got to cover everything. I'm okay with that. I don't need someone to carry stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm easy going. I, I'm one bag, flash bag, go somewhere else. If I need to have a reflector, for whatever reason, to bounce something, I'll find someone at the wedding that can hold a reflector for me. It's happened before. I've had many bridesmaids hold a light for me and the groomsmen hold something for me. So I don't I don't really ever need one unless there's two locations, blah, blah, blah. Um, do I like having one? I do. I like Justin. I love. I love all my assistants. So Kathleen, Steve, they're all great. Taylor, everyone I, I work with. Um, it's great. And even like Courtney, I worked with as assistant. I haven't worked with her in, in a couple of years. Um, she was funny. She she was like, I don't do it. I've done this so long. Like, it's, it's cool. Just pretend you know what you're doing. That's, that's all. And that, and she was great. Yeah. So um, overall, I'm used. I'm just used to being by myself. That's my opinion. The question was thrown my way. How about you? Rose. We're frozen. We're frozen. We're back to being frozen. Are you there? Back to being frozen. Okay, here we go. You're back. Oh. I was going to do a freeze dance. Um. Okay. So, yes, I do shoot with a second photographer almost always, unless it's mm-hmm. a super small wedding and they're trying to cut some, some budget. Um, then I'll do it with one. Typically, and I don't know if this is just in uh, our area or what, but typically the couple will get ready at two different locations. So we'll split up, divide and conquer. Um, I like having the second photographer there for emergency situations. I know last week I talked about when I had food poisoning and, you know, was throwing up like crazy and fainted and they sent me home. And thank God I had a second shooter at that wedding. Uh, so I like it for that. If I like to um, just have somebody to, if something crazy happens, to just 
catch eyes with them across the room. Like, Hey, did you see that? (laughs) You know, there's just, uh, it's nice to have some camaraderie in, in, in that. And, um, yeah, I don't, I also don't need like people to hold stuff for me. I know some photographers, uh, have someone follow them around with their light at like a certain angle at all times. I don't, I don't do all that stuff, but, um, I like having the two perspectives too. You know, I, I, have a very photojournalistic style. So I love to get a lot of reaction photos, you know, during speeches, I'm taking the photos of the person speaking and my assistants getting great shots of people laughing and clapping and that kind of stuff. So, um, I think it's, it's a stylistic thing too for us, but, um, yeah, I, I like, I like this. I, like, I do like it. I have I a like... Steve too, by the way, we do both you... have a Steve. I have a Steve. <laughs> um, I, like you said, the, the, someone to talk to is always great. Um, we're forgetting the, the obvious uh, factor, which is the cost of the second assistant. Um, varies in, in every state by state, and, and if you're paying the person by the hour, and it varies every hour, every job, or it's like a flat rate, here you go. Um, factors to consider in paying someone, too, is are they walking in with decent gear? Are you lending them your lenses, another spare body? Um, are they culling or editing or doing anything on their own post wedding? That's yeah. something else to, to consider. I mean, yeah. there's a lot the, to consider with the second photographer. Like I, I like going through our, our, our second stuff. I, I don't, as opposed to uh, our, our good friend, Kathleen, she's a little trigger happy. She doesn't <laughs> really listen to the show, but she's very trigger happy. And sometimes I'm like, okay, if you're going to assist me, you're culling and give me, and even then, <laughs> She'll come back with stuff. I'm like, I got to recall this stuff. I don't need, there's 20 pictures of shoes right here. It's all the same angle. Are you kidding me? You give me 20 pictures. So <laughs> there's a lot to consider. Yeah. The editing time is a, is a big one. I think. Yeah. Day of, yeah. If I have someone I can hang out with and, and talk to, regardless of how much actual work is going on and how much they're helping me, I, I do like having someone I can, I can be like, Hey, what's going on? Did you see that? You know, all kind of fun stuff. Yeah. I do. I call my images first. Um, so that way, as I'm going through there's because typically I've got the better angle. Um, but every once in a while, the second shooter just gets some magic stuff, you know, but yeah. most of the time, like I'm going to have the better shot of them cutting the cake. I'm going to have the better shot of the, the first dance, the better angle. Um, but every once in a while, there's some surprises in there. So I do mine first. So I know as I'm going through the second shooters, Um, if there are any holes in my coverage or if there's something that I'm seeing in their gallery that's just very different from what I have. So it does kind of speed it up a little bit. Otherwise, I've got a lot of redundant stuff if I'm going through it all uh, all at once. Um, um, Maybe we'll we'll touch base, we'll cap this up and then we'll wrap this up. But um, what's unfortunate is is the knot and wedding wire. And all the other third-party people who are just trying to make monies, oh, monies, sorry, trying to make money off of advertisers, to then say, "Hey, you need this," and I, I truly believe that the whole second shooter thing, because it used to just be the assistant at best, and then it became a, a, a second shooter. They're like, "Make sure you ha- your photographer has a second shooter because you need this and this." And I'm like, "Um, you know what? If." If there's someone standing right next to me and I'm shooting this way, I got it. It's <laughs> fine. I don't need someone right next to me shooting. If it's a wide lens and I'm on a tight lens, it's okay. I got another camera right here. I can pick up and go, 
click. Another five seconds, click. There's my two wide shots. I don't need to pay someone and another person there that you have to pay for a meal for to be there. The not, thank you very much. I think they are so to blame with telling society what to do and then the bride and grooms, mostly the brides, buy into it and then say, yeah, I need that. It's, and I'm, there's, I'm drawing a blank right now. There's other factors, other elements involved. The shot go. lists. The shot lists. Uh, I, still, I, still, I still say I, I stand my ground. I don't want to ever see it. I'll see it. I'm not bringing it out. I'm not bringing sites. it. Yeah, and it's they got someone print out. Someone, I don't know these people. You give that list to someone else, and then oh. let them be there. Yeah, I mean a, a specific oh, list of people is one people, thing. Exactly. That's, like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Down the aisle, like yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm throwing shit right now. When yeah, when you guys um, here's my shot list. Me coming down the aisle. Are you kidding me? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna be on my phone. Oh, that's what my break is. Sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't take. And and who is who's blamed? The not wedding wire. Those people. They're the ones to blame to try to say, hey, look, we're the gods in this. You listen to us. We tell you what you should do. And what we should. What you should do. With part of it is have two photographers. Make sure you have two photographers. I'm thinking, ah, nah. And you know what? Let's let's rein this back in. I'm doing it a little longer than you have. When I just started, when digital was kind of coming in. So my first weddings were 03. I only did a couple of years. 04 was kind of up and running. 05, 05 was really running. So I, I do remember the days of shooting film, and I shot film a little bit. But when digital came into play, have, owning the digital files was not a given whatsoever it was an additional cost or it didn't exist it's like you're not getting the digital files it was like no way it's like that's like giving you the negatives like i'm not giving you the negatives are you kidding so now because uh, i blame the not and all them they're like make sure you get the digital files your, those are your files they're pictures of you you need to own them and i'm like you guys suck so bad because we're the ones supporting you we're one of your <laughs> vendors that are paying you money to exist and yet you're kicking this shit right in our face yeah Right in Here's another face. good one. Uh, we have a local photographer who is a really lovely person, but has on uh, their company website that any photographer who uh, asks for all the money up front is basically like trying to screw you over. Oh. And they're like, we don't take your money until after you've seen your photos. And oh, you should never, yeah. you that's should true. never hire anyone who takes money in advance. And I'm like, that's all of us, <laughs> but it's just a marketing tactic. That's a mar- that yeah, it using. is. It is. It's Sometimes so that funny, works, though. though that's I funny. know, <laughs> just like the nut. <laughs> you know, we we just we totally and emphatically and forever um, scratched the not ever endorsing us. Not that that would ever happen. Bill, <laughs> <laughs> pull back this episode. Yeah, I remember one episode uh, with Jimmy and Lindsay. Yeah, hey, this is, this is valuable no, feedback happened. for them. And they well, should you know, know not Fine. to call me true. 10 times a day either. <laughs> if you're listening, not. Knock it off. I'm not listening. <laughs> not with the, with the wordplay there. Uh, well, Jimmy, we've been going a while here. We, we do have, have more is, questions, I keep, but I don't know, know. I know both of us can keep talking, but we got to end this shit. Because <laughs> yeah. the listeners are like, I can't listen anymore <laughs> yeah. to the JL show. All, All right. right. Cool. Lindsay, <laughs> Jimmy. this was so much fun. 
For we sure. We should totally do this when we're on. Just kick the boys out. <laughs> we should <laughs> have like, like oh. a, a supplemental show. Not like still part of Wedding Photographers Unite, but like the uh, like Wednesday morning edition. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, you know how people do like the, the Bradalinja? They like, or Brad, they, they combine two names, like uh, Brad and Angelina Jolie when they were dating. You know, they, Yes, you do. You know, you're shaking your head. You know when they do like two names put together and they make words. Oh, for like their hashtag? No, well, yeah, hashtag or just what you call people. Oh, like Brangelina? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah the, okay. exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> friends of mine I, I recently came across down the street, one's Victoria, one's Ian. So I went up to them. I'm like, do you realize that if you guys were a couple, you'd be Victorian. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, we never thought about that. Like, how could you not think about that? This is the obvious answer. But you and I, our names don't work that way. Jim, it's, it's, Jimsy? It's Jimsy. Jimsy? Maybe. Jimsy's. <laughs> Jimsy's better. It, that's better. I didn't think of that. That's pretty good. Anyway, I was thinking like, okay, the spinoff would be the whatever name would be the show. The Jimsy show. Yeah, and our intro would be like the slide whistle, the dog. Oh, I got that right there. Yeah, I got the guitar right there. I'll play my accordion. It'll be perfect. Oh, you play accordion? Sure do. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I play Um, play guitar my life, but not accordion. Never even picked one up. Yeah, that's a whole story for another day. But uh, yeah, I do. What what is is the the right hand is doing the keys, right? And right hand, hand is, buttons? yeah, doing the keys. The left hand's the buttons. All right, we'll talk about this next time. That's a fascinating experience. <laughs> yeah. I had a, a bagpipe in the studio uh, this past weekend for a birthday party I was hosting. And Fun. wow, was, like, was that loud. loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm deaf. I'm deaf. Inside. Um, All right, Jimmy, wait, we've it. got a, I, I do have up. one last thing here. Okay, so we, um, we had s- our first ever Instagram question mm. and our first ever Instagram plug. So, um, again, Molly, Molly major has been all over the place today. Oh, we yeah. had one of her Facebook questions too, but, um, she posted a nice little uh, bio about herself on her page with a photo saying, you know, I'm I'm Molly and I'm into all this stuff. And right now, my favorite podcast is Wedding Photographers Unite. God damn, and baby. She, uh, yeah, she linked back to our Instagram page and that was very, very sweet. So thank you, Molly, very for sweet. doing that. Very cool. And um, we've got Thanksgiving coming up real soon. And she asked us a nice question about um that i thought would be relevant given the time of year um mm-hmm. what was the best thing that happened to you this year not photography related photography related what are you grateful for jimmy um okay i turned 50 this year and yeah, I'm, that's big. yeah i'm grateful that everyone i love is still around and healthy my dad's birthday was today. He turned 80. Nice. Um, he came over, had a little uh, cake, um, made him spaghetti meatballs, had a, just one of those huge Reese's pieces uh, as a thing for, I don't know what to get him. I'm like, he has everything. So I just get him food. <laughs> he likes it. Um, so overall this year was just like, for a man turning 50, that's a big one. You, you kind of look at it like, all right. And... I 
I'm I'm glad that I'm in a position physically where I'm happy with myself and I'm I'm okay with that. I, I don't know if that's the exact answer. I can't yeah. pinpoint out on one specific thing, but that's that's yeah. Milestones. I, I knew this year was coming. Yeah. You know, and years ago I thought I'd be like, you know, well I'm I'm bald because I I choose to be bald. I shave uh-huh. my head, but you know I I'm I'm not fat by no means. I'm not out of shape. Um, <laughs> I'm still doing what I love, and I think that matters. It does matter. Yeah, milestones are great for reflecting back on all that stuff too. I think my answer is pretty similar, actually, uh, as far as health goes. So I I didn't have, like, a, a terrible year, but a lot of, like, random bad things happened. Like, put two dogs down, uh, our house got broken into, uh, our car got stolen, same car that got smushed by a tree. Um, and then I ended up blowing out my knee last winter. And that's one of those, like, perspective things. It's like man, I've been so lucky with my health. Like I've never had an issue with, um, aside from that food poisoning wedding, I've never had an issue with like not being able to shoot. And I've had such an active life. You know, I play soccer, I snowboard, I climb mountains, I do all of this great stuff. And, you know, it was kind of a, an eye opener, I guess, to, um, to have such a bad injury, but, um, you know, I was able to work through it and climbed a big mountain over the summer and my knee's still not great. And I have an appointment next, well, next month to go get it looked at again, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I'm thankful for. And, uh, the best part of my year was kind of like working through all of that and still getting up that mountain over the summer. So, well, that's good. Yeah. So thanks Molly for, um, for chiming in on Instagram. I mean, in general, the, uh, the Facebook group is probably easier to have conversations in, but we're happy to take PMs or you can email us at the, what is it? Info at wedding photographers unite. I think, I I, I don't know. (laughs) Um, you can go to wedding photographers unite.com and probably find that there. I don't know. We're not in charge of this stuff. We just, (laughs) We're just we're, here we're to like, talk. We're like the, the, you know where we're at right now? <clears throat> we're the kids at home. We're the brother and sister at home. And the parents go, okay, kids, by the way, we're going to a party. You guys have a house to yourselves. Don't go crazy, but you can go <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> and they're like, leave us money to like maybe buy a pizza and have a pizza delivered. Or here's some access to, to, to rent some movies and then watch some stuff on TV. Like, this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> We're not in charge of this. <laughs> We're in a podcast candy store. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you? Um, website, jamesferrar.com. At jferrarphoto is all the social. Lindsay, what about you? I am dedario.com. D-E-D-A-R-I-O.com. Nice. I said it that way for you, Andy. And you can find me on Instagram at Lindsay at work. That's Lindsay with an A at work. Nice. I think that's it. I Did we do it? it. This is just that's it. Right, Bye. This is Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Sidekick Show. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's got a good ring. The Sidekick Show.